Praise the Lord, everybody, on today. Minister Anthony Bonner of Truth Turned Up Ministries coming to you live on the podcast on today with a word entitled Back to Life. Those of you that are of age, if you reflect back to the mid-80s, early 90s, you'll remember a group by the name of Soul to Soul who sung a song called Back to Life. Back to reality. Isn't it amazing how God can take something that is meant to make the flesh jump, dance, bop, and move around, or feel good, and give it a spiritual meaning? Because it's exactly, it's exactly where we are today. It's the position we find ourselves in in the world that we need to get back to life, back to reality. Back to the way uh, God intended things to be. We're going to look at uh, a verse of scripture here today, which speaks exactly to what we're talking about in getting back to life, because there are many forms of life in the world, but there's only one true way to get back to the life in which God intended it to be. That way of life is only through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I know we say we know it. I know we've heard it time and time again. We may even proclaim it or profess it. But are we really in that position? I'm talking about the position of great price. It's like the pearl of great price. The merchant man sailed far and near looking for this pearl. And when he had found it, the Bible says he went and sold all that he had and he bought that pearl. He compares it also to like a treasure in the field that is hidden. The which when a man has found, he hides it, the Bible says. And for the joy thereof, he goes and sells all that he has. And he buys that field. This is the life that we're talking about. This is the life we were ordained to live, to possess, and to excel in. In Christ Jesus, the God-man, the all-knowing man, the all-powerful man, this is our place. It's our position, my brothers and sisters. In the book of John, the first chapters, verses 1 through 5, it reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. In the very beginning of all things, we know from reading the book of Genesis and the account of the creation of all things, that God was there. But it makes it even more detailed in John's account. It says, in the beginning was the Word. It doesn't say God. It says the Word. And the Word was God, it tells us. And then it says, and the Word was God. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Isn't that amazing? So when we talk about God, we're talking about the Word. When we're talking about spending time in the Word, we're talking about spending time with God. When we're talking about praying to God, we're talking about praying the word of God. See, they're all one. Many people want to have fellowship with God, but they don't spend time in his word. Many proclaim to serve God, to walk with God, to be children of God, 
but they don't know the word of God, which is the requirements of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. The same was in the beginning with God. John is telling us this, that we might be fully persuaded that the Bible, the word of God, has been in existence from the beginning. It had just not been released. It had not been breathed. It was not the appointed time. The equipped vessels had not yet been born. They had not been raised up. They had not been yet prepared to go forth and share this this, this holy word unto a people who would not receive it. Hallelujah. Unto a people who would continuously rebel and reject against it. It says, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. God has made it all. The cars, you see, he gave the idea to a man. The components of those cars, whether it's the stereo or the electronic starter switch now, or the keyless remote, the lamp poles, the lights, the trees, the restaurants, the asphalt, the street lines, the street lights, the signage over all the stores, God gave it to a man, and a man or a woman brought it into existence because they're created in his image and his likeness, and they have power. It's a limited power, but yet they have power because they are divinely created. Hallelujah. Verse 4, our key verse says, In him was life, and the life was the light of all men. This is very important because the world will have you believe that you can find life in doing many things that appease your flesh, that elevate your ego, that increases your bank account, that uh, swells your notoriety or your popularity. This will become your expression of life. You will be led to believe that you are living what people say today as your best life. All because things are temporarily going your way when that has nothing to do with life itself. The Bible says in him was life. So if we're in him, then we're in the holy place. We're in his righteousness. We're in the place of unlimited possibilities. We're in the place of being able to rise above and overcome all things that come against us. All people that desire to come against us. Hallelujah, the place of victory, constant victory, consistent victory, certain victory. It says, and the light was the light of men. I shine because of my position in Christ Jesus. I don't shine because of when I was born. I don't shine because of any, any of my physical attributes. I don't shine because of my mental uh, uh, intellect. I don't shine because of any of the gifts that God has bestowed upon me. My shine comes from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because I'm in him. He is my life. And not only my life, he is my light. And the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. You see, in a world of darkness where men love evil and they love themselves and they love having their own uh, 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 their own way, pardon me, and being able to make their own decisions, they are not going to come to the light. 
they are not going to allow Jesus Christ to dwell in them and they dwell in Christ Jesus because he is a jealous God. He's an intentional God. He doesn't share his glory with another. You can't command him to do anything. You can't make him change his mind. It is what it is. It shall be what he's ordained it to be. And that goes no other way because he has a plan that has been in existence from the beginning that he's working it out. He's allowing it to be worked out. It's finished already, but we're still going through the steps of it. So how do you stand on this word in this day and age that we live in, in this culture that we live in, that's always introducing new theologies, new doctrines, new doctrines, new ordinances, new ways of doing things, trying to fix problems that cannot be fixed, coming up with solutions that will only continue to crash to the ground and be destroyed because they're not in Christ Jesus. They're not of Christ Jesus. It is not his will that many of these problems be solved. It is his will that those problems will cause men to come to the end of themselves and come back home to their Lord and Savior and accept his free gift of salvation so that they can experience what we're talking about back to life, back to reality, back to the place of being free, back to the place of being provided for, back to the place of being purposeful, back to the place of looking to the true source of power and having a real divine understanding of how the world is in his control, that they need not fear, they need not worry, they need not lose sleep over what's going on in any part of the world, because our Father has it all under control. What an awesome place to be, but it's not a guaranteed place to be. Just because you're in church, just because you've said the prayer, just because you've been baptized, just because you proclaim yourself to be a son or daughter of the Most High God, does not guarantee you will be a recipient of what we're talking of, about. Does not mean you're drinking from this fountain. You're being made aware of the in-depthness of how much deeper we have all been invited to go. Does not, does not mean we will go. Because getting back to life means abandoning life as we know it. It means leaving some things, some people, some habits, some ways, some cherished possessions all behind. And we know that the one thing that's certain in every generation, especially with God's men, is they fear, they reject, they run from change. Hallelujah. They do not like change in the name of Jesus. But if you want this place as we wind down and we get ready to close, if you want to be a partaker and eat from the precious fruit of the promised land, that has been set aside for the dear spiritual children of God. You got to fight for it. You got to contend. You got to be ready to do battle. There's no other way. Because many false teachers have emerged. They've attacked the truth of God. And the only way you can combat that is to fight the good fight of faith. But see, only the believer that is in spiritual shape, who's prepared himself, who's been in God's gym, who's been lifting the word, who's been doing spiritual push-ups, spiritual sit-ups, spiritual curls with the word of God, strengthening their heart, strengthening their ability to speak a thing, strengthening their ability to spiritually stand and wait and be patient upon the Lord. 
can handle this. You can't answer the summons to appear in court, in God's court, as a servant and serve as a righteous judge in an unrighteous world if you are not in shape. We're living in a time where the danger is real. The possibility of perishing every day. More school shootings. More mall shootings. More church shootings. More loss of innocent life. No respecter of whether age, race, gender, economic status. He's stealing, killing, and destroying at an alarming rate. And it continues to elevate himself because the people of God are not in the right position to remind him that you have been defeated and all things are under my feet. This is the place God wants us to be and to remind the enemy of where he is. The danger is real. We have to recognize all of the false teachers that have crept into the church trying to mesmerize the people of God, trying to deceive the people of God into not remembering who they are. The grace of God is not a license for us to do as we please. The grace of God is not a position that we sit on the throne and can order God around or deny his commandments or his ordinances or the steps that he's ordained. Yes, we can get off the path, but when you get off the path, prepare for what awaits you walking off of the path God has ordained for your life. Yes, you can make your own decisions, but get yourself ready for the heartache, for the pain, for the downturn, for the destruction, for the fear, for the loneliness, for the abandonment that's going to come. Because God will not bless you when you're in rebellion and disobedience. You have now chosen to be a Satan and all of the angels who departed heaven with him when you decide to rule and run your own life. Hallelujah. You have to fight to stay away from this place. And you got to fight to stay in God's grace. Because the challenge is great. But as great as the challenge is, God is greater. He's able to keep you from stumbling. In the book of Jude, he tells us over in 24 and 25, 1 Jude 24 and 25, he says, now unto him who is able to keep you from falling, hallelujah, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. God is able to keep you from falling. How? Because I'm in Christ Jesus and he's in me. And Christ Jesus is the light of all men. Verse 25 of Jude 1 says, To the only wise God, our Savior. See, there are many other gods, but they're not wise. They're foolish for even thinking they're God, that they can operate as God. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Let us never forget that. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Or you comprehended it, my brother, because we're in a dark world, and many people who have eyes can't see, and who have ears can't hear. 
And though they have a heart, it is hard as a rock because they continue to reject our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May this word fall on fertile ground. May it richly bless you. May it increase you the evermore as we continue upon the path to be that pearl of great price and set aside for the Lord, to be that treasure that was hidden in the field that Jesus has purchased with his life and his blood and set us aside only for the master's use. In Jesus' name, amen.